It's going. Okay. <laughs> this is Donald R. Hay with a story about growing up in Tennessee and also Evansville, Indiana, and also Illinois and Rockford, Illinois. That uh, later on we'll get into that when it, we got more time. <laughs> but right now I gotta get my butt home and take my medicine. Honking, Dad. It was honking. <laughs> it was talking. I said, Lord, I thought it was in English. Said, talking English there for me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> Heard with a phone here. And the crazy man to my left was my father. Say hi. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So we were just going to be talking like the last time 
Last time we did this, um, you said you had hunting and fishing stories, I believe. So, I mean, it's up to you what you want to talk about here. But I can. I mean, what a childhood, you know, where I was born and raised at in Watbird, Tennessee, outside of Watbird on 62, out that way. <coughs> and about, uh, I guess, about a quarter mile from the uh, state prison that where we lived at there in Tennessee. Yeah, you, you mentioned know. that before. Yeah, but anyway, I remember as a kid, I don't know, probably five, six years old, maybe a little older than that, that my brother, well, I should say my two brothers, Raymond and and uh, W.C., or Walter Charles, his, week, uh, his real name was, but we called him W.C., but anyway, him and I and uh, Raymond, especially in the, towards the uh, early, early spring or late fall, we'd get to, get to go hunting, especially when it's harvest time. We didn't have to go to school because we had to help get the crops in and everything, you know. So on the weekends, we got to go hunting. And they hooking on mule up with a sled, and we'd take off. I rode on, on the mule while they walked alongside, you know. Hey. Something come up, you know, they see something they wanted to get, like a turkey or a squirrel or whatever it may be. They shoot it, gut it, clean it, and then we put it in a sack. They carry it in that old, well, feed sack, I guess you call it, you know, to uh, keep the food in. If they seen a deer and it's a good, good size, male or female, we killed it, you know. And hung it up and gutted it, and rolled. They put it on the on the sled, and we usually we got be gone three or four days, you know, getting stuff like that. And then bring it in, and they clean it, and uh, what need to be kept, uh, kept, it was put in uh, what they call a uh, crock jars, big jars. Uh, <coughs> That you know, meat cut up in it, then hog grease was poured over and let her uh, cure it that way. Put a lid on it, and it's kept down in the basement of the place where we lived at. Now you used to call them basement, but we used to call them the, a sailor back in, not a, not a man that run the ship. Oh, right. <laughs> but it's a hole dug in the ground underneath the smokehouse. It's where we kept uh, kept our food at the majority of it because we're back in we didn't have no refrigerators or anything like that. Wow, salt you know? curing yeah. then? Yes. Yeah. And if we killed a hog, that's the way it was cured. They go get that uh, rock salt and grind it up so and I guess, wet it. So I guess in your day, um, uh, okay, I, I mean, this is a serious question. I, I mean, did you guys have vegetarians back then? People that would only eat vegetables and not meat? Well, we, we, no, I guess there were some, but we, we ate meat. We oh, right, 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 right. But I'm saying, did you personally know anybody that would only eat vegetables or anything no. like that? No, we didn't. Everybody around that area is either eat meat or eat vegetables, you know, but they made sure there was meat on the table. 
If it wasn't nothing, I'm not gonna knock a chicken in the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Betty, you're my friend, but bye-bye. Uh. It's eating time, <laughs> like it was uh -huh. that old rooster dad had. We had he had a pet rooster, and he had a gold tooth right in the middle, of his upper teeth. Mm -hmm. He had had a tooth bone. He had a, a false one put in, the, you know, in that place of it. And uh, he he come in from work before he taking a bath and stuff, come in from the coal mines, and he'd be black on her face and everything, and that gold tooth would shine like a silver dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when the sun's shining on it. And that old rooster walk up his leg and try to get it. And they took a daylight out of that. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Live action hee-haw. So, Y'all know what hee-haw is? Look it up, kids. Hee-haw's very hilarious. Watch that stuff. All right. So, I mean, he got there a while, and well, and this is after Daddy went to service, you know. Talk about that. Old Rooster got to be a supper for us one night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all right. Uh, all right. So, okay. All right. So, what would be, what would you say is like, okay, like, okay, what would, it's a two-part question. Your favorite hunting experience or your favorite um, fishing experience, either one would do. Well, that's hard to divide. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I love them both. Yeah. Right. But the most experiences with my brothers going hunting. Because we've gone three or four days and we lived off the land. You know, right. What, the, what the WC and Raymond, you know kill small stuff like the squirrels or something like that there we had those when we need something to eat you know uh -huh. and uh, for potatoes if we find the creek and look for them they used to, i don't know if this did grow there or not now down home now or not what they call pig potatoes is uh -huh. they uh, grew along the river in the lakes sort of like link sausage all hooked together. All right, so yeah. Oh well, that I, I, I mean that I mean you raised me in Tennessee, and that's the first time I've ever heard that term, pig potato. Yeah, because that is good. Because when the hogs you get out and root and they're running wild, that's what they at. Mm -hmm. They come and root it up. Yeah, and if you kill the hog, that sometimes that's we let some of our old hogs back in run loose. You know, on the land mm -hmm. because. Uh, when I was, I remember that on Grandpa's land, it took up half of the mountainside, and this off we let hogs run loose in there. Okay. Yeah, and they pretty near a while. A long time you used to see them, especially in the wintertime. That's when we brought them down. Same thing with the cows and the horses. Right. We kept them in the wintertime. We kept them close to home. Here. Yeah. Put your hand out real quick. Just hold that there. All right. <coughs> But, like, specifically, um, like, is there a particular time that you can remember? Like a, like, a specific instance, something that, like, grabbed your attention, something about hunting or fishing? Well, for as that goes, I remember on fishing one time, this is after they come in and done stripping with, for coal, you know, below her, her house, you know. They, uh, they, the 
creek run past our place. And they come in and dug, dug it out and took the coal out. You know, and uh, let it fill back up. You know, <laughs> he had the main water stream. That's really, I guess that's why they quit digging so much because he had a main water stream and underground, he filled it up on them. Started drowning yeah. folks, I suppose. <laughs> no, they, they had to get their, get that big uh, crane out of there. <laughs> oh, so they were losing equipment. They oh. had to get it out, mm. you know. Yeah. But after that, suddenly get to Tuesday, the uh, state brought fish in, trout and stuff like that, into there and, and stocked it with fish. Right. You know? That's cool. Well, speaking but of what, fish. What, uh, getting to where, what, uh, I remember them best about that. I guess I was about nine years old this time. That's fishing. Well, didn't have a regular fishing pole, maybe one out of a cane, you know, wild cane that grows along the river or creeks. Yeah. And uh, I went and cut that, cut one out, and then went in the house and found some uh, thread, or sewing thread, and spooled that. I used that as a line for my fishing line, tied it around that pole, and took an old. Uh, safety pin uh -huh. that latches together and I made a hook out of it by bending it and then tying it together and put a worm on it and throw it in. And about that time here it took off, I thought I had one. But I was hanging on to it. Mm -hmm. you know, come find out Raymond. No, yeah, yeah, it's Raymond that does see both ends. Now you heard me hollering they come running. And uh, I was I think it's WC grabbed me because I was halfway in, in the creek, a creek. So, I mean, what was it? What, what? Well, when you got it out, it was a turtle. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got it had that hook. It crawled up behind it, behind the top of his neck. <laughs> uh, on the shelf. Oh, Yo, you hooked the shell? Yeah, I got hooked that shell. Okay. It, it pulling me on in. <laughs> oh, man. It was big. It's like... as big as a number two war stud. So, no. I mean, I know it's probably been a minute since you've seen the movie, but you remember the movie Finding Nemo with that giant turtle? Yeah, it's similar to that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. But it was big enough, strong enough that it was pulling me in. <laughs> Along with it, I wasn't about to let it go. <laughs> right. Right, right. In fact, that's what, how I learned to swim. <laughs> Necessity. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, well, how I learned to swim after that. The, I think it's WC picked me up and threw me, throw me in. Said, "You swim out. You, you're in here. You, know, you right. got your float clothes wet already. So learn to swim." <laughs> oh wow. And I just want to say real quick, real uh, quick, uh, just to let the give the listeners some uh, taste of what's going on. Uh, we're down here at Diamond Valley Park. Um, outside the Diamond Valley Apartments. Yeah, get off the road. Uh, just off of Cratsville. Cratsville and Diamond. Yeah. It's a pretty, it's a pretty park. It's, a, I mean. Yeah, it's good fishing right here, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not quite Mesker or anything, <laughs> but it's a nice little cozy. Yeah. It's a public park. 
And it's a public park for the residents and but general you, public. You can't do no hunting here or shoot any ducks. <laughs> but you can catch fish. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's the reason the ducks stay here. They know they're not going to get shot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, speaking of that. Okay, what you got, Dad? <laughs> this is after we moved from, uh, what is that was we lived there? Elberfell. I'll get it in a minute. All right. Okay, this is after we moved from Elberfell to Uncle Gus's place and Uncle Gus's place to over here where it's that trailer court. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think it may be second or third year. Come, I come over here doing some fishing. Right. You know? And there's another guy that is, is fishing off one of these piers. Okay. I forget where it was. I think it's down off, off to the left down here, the next place down here. Down here. And I'm fishing there too. You know? And they duck ducks were flying, coming in flying, yeah. landing, and that. Almost, this duck landed right in front of him. And when they had head, ducks head went out of the water, uh -huh. and he came back up. He took, started to get taken off flying, uh -huh. and he started hollering, "Look at here! Look at here! Look at here!" I looked up, and they had that duck. That duck had swallowed his bait. Oh wow! And caught it through the lip. Oh wow! <laughs> I said, I told him, I said, "Go ahead and reel him in. We'll, we'll get the hook out of there, and then we'll get him and cut his throat." <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, he said, no, 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 no. <laughs> this would be a good time to remind everybody that my dad is 78. He comes from an era where that would have been a perfectly socially acceptable thing to do. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> he brought it in. I caught the duck after he hit the ground. Uh -huh. and he caught it and held it still. And uh, he took the hook out of his mouth. Yeah. We let it loose. It took off. <laughs> oh, man. But that's the first time I've seen anybody catch a duck. <laughs> All right. See? See, this is why y'all listen. Right here. You're not going to hear this kind of story anywhere else. I promise you. It's not uh, a story. It's the truth. Well, yes, I know it's the truth, man. Reality is straight, very much stranger than fiction. So, yeah. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. But that was the 90s, and you and needed to have some money to have a camcorder, so. But, yeah. Um, all right. I wish they had one. Somebody had one at that time. Right. They could have put it on, they believe it or not. <laughs> well, well, or America's Funniest Home Videos, more likely, but, yeah. All right. <laughs> say goodbye. We're going to say, we're going to get this off for here. Might as well, the sun's setting. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But uh, we'll be back at some point with another one of these. Uh, thanks again. Oh. Well, uh, I got noodles up. Well, yeah. All right. Some you... made up and some are not. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, man. I mean, you know, but you know, that's uh, that's like behind the that's like behind the scenes, you know. Um. Anyway. I'm Charles Sag. I'm a nerd with a phone. You've been listening to my father, Donald, and uh, we'll catch you all next time.
and that was another episode of Tuesday Talk with my dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> hey man, this was, it was just a fun day. Just a fun day. Um, and that's really all this is. I mean, one of those. We're having fun. Dad is perky and everything. I'm, I hope you guys can hear him well enough. I might have to do some transcribing. I can see where that might be an issue. But, um, well, those, uh, those of us that live in the South, not such a problem, but I can imagine some Canadians and New Yorkers and maybe even some West Coasters are like, what the hell are these people saying? Um, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. And once again, I wanted to thank my dad for uh, being on the show, taking the time to do this. I'm not even entirely convinced he understands that this is a thing that's actually going down. <sighs> like again, I've, I mentioned before, I used to do this um, with a freaking tape recorder as a kid, so uh, this feels like a return kind of thing. Um, anyway, wanted to say thank you guys for listening, and to remind everybody that if you're enjoying the show, but think there's probably a few improvements that could be made in terms of sound quality, things like that, um, there's a very simple way that you can make that happen. Um, Anchor has activated listener support, and the, um, tab for it will be everywhere this podcast is distributed really simple Um, if you want to support the show just click on listener support that's what it's called it's called listener support so anyway I hope you guys are enjoying the ride and uh, we'll see you Thank you.